Good morning to everybody. Be'ezra Hashem, we're up to share number 509. We're learning today, L'Refu Shalema Fratel Sarabas Shendel, L'Refu Shalema Shmuel Ben Tehila, and L'Refu Shalema Murshin Nechemya Ben Brana. Okay, getting back to our Indian of Schar Shabbos. So we were in the middle of um, talking about the Indian of Hefzid losses, um, and I just want to just, you know, discuss it a little bit more in conjunction with um, practical applications, how it comes into play. So to make a long story short, what we said last year, we spoke about just to read the, the Lushen from the Sefer uh, Eitzra'alachis, We said as far as a hefzid goes, if it's, for example, uh, electric usage of kalim, um, the you know using items y- using w- items or in activities whereby there's a loss to the balabas, for example, in a hotel uh, hotel room or regular room somebody's renting out or the like. So paying back for those losses using the air condition, using the using the lights, or all these various types of things, which the person of course turns on before Shabbos. So payment for that loss is not considered schar Shabbos. So, um, and, and it could be paid back. So, the, just the Sefer Yisraelach explains us also, even if somebody takes, the person takes more, in other words, the hefzid, let's say, is $20, and the person he takes more than the hefzid itself, it's all, cons- all inclusive in the um, category in the Indian of Havlov, which we keep on talking about when it's considered Havlov, all inclusive altogether. It's all a one lump sum deal over here. You have even the, you know the rental itself we discussed, and now you have the hefzid also. Everything is together. It's it's a hundred dollars. Let's say the whole thing. You want to break it up. Fifty dollars was the hefzid, or maybe sixty dollars was the hefzid, or forty dollars was the rental. Whatever the case is, it's an all lump sum deal. But there was there was money that was lost over here um, for the usage of electric and various other type of things, and plus the rental. Everything together. So that's what he says. It's all considered and it will be allowed to be taken and allowed to be given. And we mentioned we, some examples. We spoke about the uh, renting of a hall for a kiddish or, or of a simcha and a gotaifin, uh, using a ca- usage of a caterer, hiring a caterer, having the caterer do, besides the fact that the person itself, um, there's various different um, you know, activities which are going on before Shabbos and after Shabbos over there. There's all havla, there's hefset also, there's losses also, which is all inclusive. Now, he just does say one thing, does it say for Allah, that's as far as the payment itself for the caterer, let's say, or the rent of the hall and all that. So that's what we discussed with Hefzid and all that will be okay. For example, to pay for his work as like the waiters, uh, the Yisraelim, to, uh, to, to pay for Jewish waiters, that would talk about In other words, let's say, if I give the caterer, uh, whatever, I give the caterer $1,000, and that's the fee for the whole thing. So, okay, that's fine. However, the caterer cuts it up, slices it up. I mean, that's his business, how he's going to work it. Uh, you know, we don't have to start asking the, the caterer, will you exactly pay the waiter this? Will you pay the cook this? I mean, that's not, but the issue is, let's say the, the balsimcha, the balsimcha, the one who's making the simcha, the kiddush or whatever, he, he privately, which happens many times, by the way, uh, privately pays the waiters. I, you know, you're doing the simcha very nice, but again, 
going to get five waiters. Let's say the caterer tells a person, you're going to get five waiters. You pay me $1,000 uh, for the whole thing, for the hall and for the food and everything. But you want waiters, you need five waiters, and you have to pay each waiter specifically $50, for example. And they're only coming on Shabbos and nothing else, and it's only a Shabbos Kiddush and finish. And the, the Jewish waiters, the Jewish waiters are coming. So now those waiters, Jewish waiters coming specifically only for Shabbos, and they came only on Shabbos, and they're getting paid $50 only for the work that they did on Shabbos, that's a separate thing. So that one would not be allowed to pay to um, Jewish waiters. That's why, by the way, a lot of times nowadays, especially, I remember way back when I used to be a, myself a little bit involved in my family, whatever, in the, the catering, waitering business, and um, there used to be a lot of Jewish waiters involved. Nowadays, there's a lot of non-Jewish waiters involved for various different reasons, uh, this being one of them, the Schar Shabbos being one of them. Paying, we said, Schar Shabbos to a guy um, is basically okay. There are some who are machmir over there too, but in general, it's okay. But the paying to a Jew, a Jewish waiter, that's where the issue comes up, and this would tell could be a problem, strictly paying them to come strictly only on Shabbos morning for the Kiddush, the $50, so that would be a problem. Um, so he just says, Sefer Yitzhak just throws that in, but Lemaisa, all the other issues would be okay, Cater, the caterer itself, um, and the way, and the uh, hall itself, and it's uh, all, if it's all, all one lump sum, it's also fine. Now, we mentioned last time a hotel room would be the same thing. Um, you know, they're paying, Lemaisa, they're paying besides the rental of a hotel room or renting out a regular room. We mentioned the electric and, and, and the usage of the room and, and all that stuff. Also, uh, we mentioned also a fee for a mikvah would be okay. Specifically for Shabbos, one pays during the week the, the fee that they want to, to use the mikveh for Shabbos. That's also no problem because of the same hefzid, the same um, loss of electric and cleaning and everything else. Now, I do want to mention one thing. The Sefer Yitzhak talks about the usage of, like, kalim or whatever, but I, I don't know if everybody, you know, totally agrees with that. For example, um, you know, obviously the electric and all that, that's, those are losses and, and cleanup and so on. But, for example, the Sefer Shabbos home brings down as far as renting kalim. He says the rule described above, or whatever they were talk, talking about. But havla applies only to, um, also to rentals, like the, the whole havla issue per se. It is permissible, it's allowed to rent out one's possessions for Shabbos, kalim or whatever, if the rental includes pre or post Shabbos period and one payment is made for the entire period. In other words, not somebody's just renting out kalim, for example, only specifically and only for, uh, for Shabbos per se, so then that could be running into a problem. I don't know, it's, it, it's very hard to say you could use hefsit over there that the fact that somebody ate on the plate, uh, so the value went down. I mean, there is such a concept, but it's very hard to say that. But in general, as far as dishes go, um, you know, like you have uh, deliveries, they deliver before Shabbos. I know a lot of the, there's companies where people rent out chairs and where they, where they rent out, you know, let's say you'll rent out chairs for Shabbos. There's rental companies, chairs and tables. So it's very hard to say, well, the usage of the chairs and the tables, that's really, it's a hefzid. But Lemaise, there's, there's things that are going on beforehand. There's, there's delivery of the chairs. The company delivers the chairs on Friday, for example. They deliver the table. So it's all-inclusive. If a person pays, let's say, $500 for the rental of uh, whatever, you know, 100 chairs and, and, 100 ta- and, and 20 tables or whatever the case is, and it's only for Shabbos, and they're going to pick it up right after Shabbos and bring it right before. But Lemaise, these, these are all things that are being done before Shabbos, the delivery, and then the pickup, so that's all called considered havla. It's not specifically that they're renting it out only on Shabbos, because there's work being done before and work being done after. So the, so the, object, the, the um, uh, subject of uh, hefzid is very hard to say in such a case. By, by electric, we know. Electric, a person has to pay, carned, for using uh, especially uh, air-conditioned lights and so on. 
So the mice are renting out, again, chairs, tables, and the like from a from Jewish company, um, or dishes, whatever the case is, even though it's only for Shabbos, that will be okay because of the fact that we have a lot of, you know, the, there's quite a bit of work that goes on, understandably, before and, and after also, as far as the delivery and the pickup and so on. So that would not be a problem per se. There are quite a number of companies that, that do these um, rental services for chairs and, and tables on for simchas um, on a good oven. So one has to be aware of that and know that it's not a problem. The Sefer Piskei Chufas also brings out an interesting that uh, one an expense could also be a choice mozen, like, uh, for example, in a hotel room, they have to provide meals or whatever. So that's also, you know, that's, that's an expense. So this is all part of the, um, that would also be an expense, electric, uh, providing food and all these, any, anything that in general that's a regular valid expense would fall, again, into the category of hefsid. Um, and that goes with Avla, and he brings that down also, does the say for Piskei Tshuvitz, V'nim Saki, Tashlam Alashimush, V'aschirus, Hu Ba'avla, Imoitzois, Elu, it all goes together with the, with the expenses and, and the rental itself, and everything is all a one package deal, B'avla, and all that is no problem. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening. B'atzlochem, Baruch HaKol Tov.